Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So Take it away, Laura. I, uh, thanks, Sedano. I just saw that you are wearing Cappy shoes over there. I am and, um, the Skechers, I yeah. should have worn them. We would have been twinning. Anyways. I'm wearing Skechers today, too. Well, I failed on that. Anyways, the Lakers did not fail because they signed LA native Spencer Dinwiddie to the roster over the weekend. Yeah. And when he was asked why the Lakers over the Mavs, I loved his answer. He said, I'll give you something funny that I told my people because I'm fairly candid. The, le- the situation felt like this. Let's just say you were a kid and you got your ass whooped by the bully. Dallas would have been like my mama. It's okay, baby. Don't worry about it. Lakers are like your dad. Nah, you better go out there and fight till you win. You feel me? I love that. I'm like, come with something because we need it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, they do need it. I'm I got a little confused as to when you were in character as Spencer Dinwiddie, and then when you went back to being you. So at the there end of no that, there's no character. Oh, well, just no, me. I know, but you were quoting him. Oh, so you were like, um, "You feel me." Did he say you feel me, or did you say you feel me? No, he said it. Okay, and then when he said you feel me, was that the end of what he said? Uh, yeah, he says you feel me. I mean, there's an extra sentence, but oh. there's that in there too. Okay, all right, because you mm-hmm. liked it. I did. Okay. No. I wasn't feeling this thing, but now I'm like, oh, okay. After he said that, I'm like, you're bringing some heat. And I, we need that. Very yeah, and he's a good player. All right, give me a, give me a quick scouting report for those of he's us like, like a me shoot who are watching point, him. He's a, a score first point guard. Okay. Um, he hasn't had a great season this year, but he's been fairly effective, I would say, for the last several years where he's just been a good solid player where he generally shoots threes. He can get to the basket. You know, he's not a terrible defender. Um, he's fine on defense, but he's like, uh, you know, kind of if you know, on a perfect team, he's probably like your eighth, seventh or eighth guy, you okay. know, All on right. like a good team. How much playing time should I expect to see? Oh, I, I think he's like a 25 a minute night guy. Where does he pull minutes from? In other words, who loses minutes as he gains minutes? I mean, they recently Max started. Christie's out, so I mean, you, you, he's been he had been starting he had been starting right, actually. Right. Um, so I would imagine he's getting the Max Christie minutes, and then who else has been injured recently in the guard rotation? Uh, right. Cam is like a three four, like a two three. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like he's gonna play he's gonna play those minutes. I would say. All right. So he's gonna be like a twenty to twenty five minute guy. Is he an impact guy? Yeah, he's a good player. Does he make him better? Like, like, yeah. You, you were talking about, you know, Dejounte Murray. No, DeJounte he's not Murray. that. He's not going to make. He's not it an all-star okay. player. All right, but he's he's a good player. So he's just an inexpensive pick him up for off the, the price. It's yeah. a really good what deal. What is it like a million five? I think I read right because of the um, you know they gave him a little more than the veterans minimum because they had a little extra from the uh, mid-level exemption or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Cappy, I'm I'm going to the community right now. Okay. What's going on in there? Because people are tweeting at us. Oh, I haven't looked. Is it good or is it bad? I mean, it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. You know. You know who wants a piece of you, by the way? Who's that? He's dead meow. What is his problem? I don't know. He says he doesn't like the fact that you keep sending him to Terminal H. Well, you know what? What? 
It's now his home away from home. Got it. So you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rob, so far I am. No, it's actually just Rob, so far I. Okay. On Twitter. And the Sedona Cap said, wait, when we're talking about Mahomes, is he the GOAT? Is he in the conversation? Where's his trajectory? He said, wait, so head-to-head doesn't matter? Well, if head-to-head matters between quarterbacks, is Eli Manning the GOAT? Beat Brady twice. Is Joe Montana the GOAT? Maybe. He's, he's undefeated in the Super Bowl. Is he? Are those the GOATs? Um, I don't think anybody thinks that Eli Manning is the GOAT. Okay, he beat the GOAT twice. In a, you know, beat him two times. Um, true. Uh, it is a team game. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. So what is it? Of head to head. So head to head as quarterbacks don't matter because there's 22 guys right. on the field. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that Tom Brady beating Patrick Mahomes means that Patrick Mahomes can never overcome Tom Brady. Right. Well, okay. I'll give you another example. A basketball example. Okay. okay? Like Kobe Bryant. You know, we were we were out there the other day, the other day, the other night, evening, etc. Like he's become the most important Laker. In franchise history, right? It's basically him or Magic, and I would say that Kobe has surpassed Magic, even if it's posthumously. Like, I think that's possible, and Magic went to more finals than Kobe did. Real quick on the whole Kobe thing, you know, I went out to the statue today. Oh, you did? Because last week we were there for the whole statue unveiling Correct. ceremony. Correct, so you hadn't actually right. seen the statue. So I had not gone to the statue itself. Pay respects. So I walked up to the statue today. It's a brilliant statue, it really is. It looks it's nice. It's a beautiful yeah. statue, and the way it's triangulated, yeah. and it's really, really super cool. However, one small thing. What's that? Um, number one... It really makes Magic Statue look kind of dumb. And what I mean by that is this. He like, no, I can't, I can't help it. Like, you got to go look at it. You, here's Kobe he's standing straight up. He's holding his finger number one in the mm-hmm. air. And here's Magic, who looks like he's flying through the air. Like, they need to make Magic stand upright a little bit more so it looks like he's dribbling rather than he's like Superman flying with the basketball. I don't get it, the angle of the whole Magic thing. And I'll tell you this. If you're Oscar De La Hoya, you're like, no one's ever going to see my my statue ever again because he's behind Kobe yeah. and he looks like little mini Oscar, like little peanut Oscar. Yeah. Seriously. It is small. It it's is tiny. Really small. Yeah. It's, t- it's, like, it's, it's almost as if like nobody even wanted it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, the Kobe statue is dominant. Um, Magic is leaning forward and he's pointing like, you know, he's got the ball kind of here. He's about to pass it. Um, but it's weird because he's like, I'm telling you, it lo- looks like he's flying out of the ground or something. Yeah. It does look off. Now, I went with Cap, and we kind of examined all the statues around, and we were, you know, just critiquing. It does. Uh, I'm a statue look- critic now. Yeah, that's true. He not is. Good. Yeah. I'm a statue critic okay. of Slipped sorts. Off. Yeah, okay. right. A little bit. Anyway, where were we? Uh, all right, what's next? Uh, let's not pretend Tom Brady didn't make household names out of Wes Welker and Julian Edelman. He also had Gronk, who's arguably one of the greatest tight ends in the history of the sport. Yeah, people are kind of on me about that. He played with Randy Moss, too. I yeah, mean, yeah, people are on me. They're like, you're telling me that Kelsey was better than Gronk? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Yes. Tra- tra- yeah? Mm, I don't know about that one. Okay. I mean, listen, I am not looking at the numbers. I'm looking just at the eye test. I mean, Gronk was hurt a lot. But okay. when Gronk played... Yeah, he was great. Gronk is arguably the greatest tight end ever. Uh, we could argue all day long... It's arguable. ...about Gronk versus Tony Gonzalez versus Antonio Gates versus going old school Kellen Winslow. I mean, we could have this argument all day long. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, is that Travis Kelsey had one target, one reception, and one yard, and he went and bumped his coach and said, give me the damn ball, Keyshawn style. Right. And then in the second half, Travis Kelsey was just as important... 
to the Chiefs' win as Patrick Mahomes was yesterday. Oh, sure. I'm not disputing that he's important. I mean, but Gronk was also very important Gronk to Brady. Gronk was great. No doubt yeah. Gronk was great. I'm just telling you that I think, uh, let me put it this way. Who would you rather have, Mahomes-Kelsey? Or if this is the argument, would you rather have Brady-Gronk? Oh, I'd rather have Mahomes-Kelsey because I think Mahomes is better than Brady. Yeah, I'd, I'd still take Kelsey over Gronk. You made it seem D, big D. That's like some sort of slander. Gronk slander. I don't, think I don't, I don't, I don't I think know. It's man. I just, I just think Brady and Gronk. That was a dynamic duo, man. Because Gronk did a little bit more than receiving. He was also a good blocker too for the run game. And he. <laughs> and by I'm, the not, way, I'm not. No, hey, he's laughing. I'm not laughing at you. Oh, I'm, I'm laughing at a tweet that just popped up. On Let me hear the community. tweet. Let me hear the tweet. I'm sorry, D. It <laughs> said Morales is the Patrick Beverly of Sedano and Cap. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> he is an instigator, isn't he? He is. He really is. He's a provocateur, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I, I'm with you. Uh, I think Gronk is better than Kelsey. I just think that Gronk didn't stay healthier than Kelsey. Well, um, being healthy and being available is a big part of it. But, but anyway, my point is this, is that I, I, if you don't believe it now, just wait a few years because Mahomes is going to be the guy. And here's the thing. Mahomes is not even 30 yet. And he's got three Super Bowls already, and so people look at the number and they go, "Well, Brady's got seven. You know what? For me, he didn't have he didn't have um, at twenty eight years old. Patrick Mahomes is a more accomplished player than Tom Brady is. I, listen, um, I I don't know about the age, and well, I, no, no, I, would have to I can go back tell and look you at the chronology. I can tell you this, and by the way, he's one of like a couple of guys, period, that have only that have three. Um, Super Bowl or Finals MVPs or whatever at that age. Like, there's not a lot of guys in all of sports right. that have that resume. If if Mahomes were able to play till he was 40, call it another 12 seasons, which is almost hard to believe given right. the way he plays the game, right? But if Mahomes plays 12 more years... Give him 10 more. Okay, okay we'll use an even number, 10. If Mahomes plays 10 more years, could he win four more Super Bowls? Yes. I agree. I agree. Because... You know, for you know how sometimes people say, "Well, this guy can't play that long because of his body type and because of the way he plays." Like Michael Vick, he's he, become a much better pocket passer th in the last two years than he's ever been. And even when he scrambles and he doesn't slide and he gets hit, he seems to absorb those hits mm -hmm. and get, and bounce right up. And by the way, you know what it is? It's the dad bod. It is it, it, it's the regular guy yeah. dad bod. Right. You would think that guy has world class athlete abs. Uh uh. He got, like, dad bod abs, and I respect it, and I'm here for it. <laughs> um, let's get into the Niners more on the other side. We spent a lot of times on the Chiefs. Other than Kyle Shanahan, I feel like, where do they go from here, right? Do they think about replacing Purdy, right? Do they just ride with Purdy for one more year? Because he's not getting paid till 25, right? So you can roll with him for the 24 season, and it's not until – March of 25, whenever he becomes a free agent, that you actually have to pay him. So you have one more dance, I guess, with Purdy if you want. But do they stand pat with Brock? Or do they try to find someone else that is potentially better? And Because the window is now closing for sure on them. But I feel terrible for them, and I know most fans don't want to hear that today. No, I think a lot. I think even if Man. you're a Rams fan, most people are like, that was the most heartbreaking loss. That's a devastating yeah. loss. Right, and it might be devastating organizationally. Like, not just in one game. Might be. I mean, it might be. Because there was a lot more to it. Don't forget, there were some serious injuries in that game we yeah. haven't even talked about for the Niners' side. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, 
you want to talk about five seven going down the way he went yeah down. that was incredible yeah that was so bad and it's so an Achilles. Bad. Yeah. Well, and, and if you saw the video from behind in slow motion yeah. when it snaps, yeah. your instant reaction is like, like oh. oh. yeah. Oh, what happened there? I don't know. What'd you do? You went, oh, and yeah, something and fell. Baseball bat fell down. It's oh. like mm. karma telling me stop before your Achilles pops, old man. <laughs> Karma's a cat. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. I didn't. Yeah. Taylor said that once. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't even know who Taylor is. Taylor Swift? Oh. Tay Tay. T Swizzle. I go over by T Swizz. Tay Tay. T Swizz, dog. Karma's a cat. Oh. That I didn't it's in know. one of her songs. Oh. Called Karma. Uh, I, listen, you're telling me things I don't know. <laughs> it's okay, man. Her man didn't know either. Yeah, you're good. Right. I'm more into like Marshmallow Head. Cappy. Or whatever that guy Marshmallow. Is. Marshmallow. You know what you're, you're into right, right now, though? Marshmallow, not Marshmallow, Marshmallow Head. No, Marshmallow, the DJ? bro. Oh, that was Marshmallow Head. Marshmallow Head. What's know. wrong with you? <laughs> I thought that was like a metal band or something you were no, talking about. No, no, no. He meant the DJ. Well, I know who Marshmallow is. You guys sure his last name isn't Head? No. no. Did you see Cascade before the uh, before oh, the Super Yes, Bowl? I did. Yeah. Yes, I did see and Jim Cascade. Nance do it. What did Jim Nance? <laughs> Jim Nance. He did said. have some shout out to Cascade or something he like did. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Cascade yeah. doing his thing. Yeah. And I'm like, he said keeping the Jim crowd. Nance? Way yeah. to go, Jim. Who's Way to go, that? Jim. Uh, Cappy. Yeah. You know what you do know? Tell me. I mean, sometimes prize picks. Let me tell you how close I was yesterday oh, to going gigantic. So close. Listen to this. I had Patrick Mahomes yeah. for half a yard passing. Right. That was a gift, Gaff. right? Yeah. I actually did something I don't normally do on prize picks. What's Yesterday that? I went Isaiah Pacheco less, less. than 68 you're and a half rushing yards. Right. Yeah. Less than 68 and a half rushing and yards. You got he had 59. It. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, I had more than 49 and a half receiving yards. Boom. Had 86. Yeah. Brock Purdy, I had more than 199 and a half got passing that. yards. Yeah. Got that. This was my play of the day. Oh, no. I took Harrison Butker and Jake Moody to combine for one field goal of 48 yards or longer. There were three. Yeah. I'm five for five. Right. You want to know who let me down? Who? George Kittle. Oh, yeah. He One catch, right? 50 and a half receiving yards. Yeah. And brother, then he got hurt. Brother had four receiving yards. Yeah, he got hurt. Uh, but still, even before he got hurt, he didn't do anything in the yeah, game. Yeah, he was hurt early in the second half. I went five for six, and I thought I was really going to hit a monster home run on prize pick. So here's right. the deal now, guys. Football season's over. I'm all basketball now. I'll take anybody's prize picks. Tweet them to me. Give me. You know what? I'll tell you this right now. I'll take your hockey prize picks, too. What? I will take your hockey prize picks. I'm telling you that right now. I love the easy gameplay. I love the quick withdrawals, the huge selections of players and stat options. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy platform with injury insurance to keep you in the game even if one of your players goes down. So here's what I'd like you to do. Download the prize picks app. Download the Prize Picks app and use my code Cappy. That's code Cappy, K A P P Y, on Prize Picks for a first deposit match of up to $100. You put in $100, they match it. You got $200 to play with. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. That easy. <laughs> Why are you laughing, man? Touch my body. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking like he's going to come in here and just be touching your yeah, body? Yeah, he, he ran gonna, in here. Right. Like, like, if he was, is he still here? Right. Like, I'm Alicia Keys. Morales. And he's usher. Coming in. Touch my body. Touching Cappy's body. <laughs> you know what's so cool about Alicia Keys? Yeah. So Amazing. Alicia Keys doesn't live in LA anymore. She lives down in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And her kids go to school like in a normal school. Nice. Right. And she drops her kids off and she picks her kids up and she goes to the games and she sits on, you know, whatever the PTA is and the moms are all know her and, and she's like part of a community. Mm-hmm. You know, and you imagine today, like, you know, they the next time she drops the kids off at school, the kids are like, Oh my god, I saw you on halftime of the Super Bowl with Usher. <laughs> I mean, that's so cool, right? Like you're a normal person. And then all of a sudden, you show up in that full red bodysuit looking hot AF, by the way, on that she super is. sexy Ooh. piano. Mm-hmm. I freaking love Alicia Keys, man. She's a great singer. She is. She's a great singer, very talented, beautiful. So she did a great job. Yeah. I thought the thing went well. Like, I know a lot of people were worried about the halftime show. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it, man. Um, I mean, when you Luda, were worried about Will I Am? No, I wasn't worried about. It. I was worried that when when he spread his legs and Usher roller skated between his legs, right. that he was going to whack his head off of uh, you know Will I Am's uh, um, buddies that were hanging down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, his ding ding. Right. You know, <laughs> I mean that was that was. I didn't know all these other artists were going to show up during the halftime. I thought it was just Usher. Wait, Luda. No, there's always Luda a bunch of artists. No, but so. I know, but we didn't hear about them. Like nobody said, "Hey, we Luda. did hear we did? about uh, Alicia." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, Alicia didn't. was like nobody told confirmed me. that she was going to be. I didn't know about Will I Am and Luda. There was speculations. Little John too came and rocked. Little it. John. Little John. John. Oh, hell yeah! But uh, yeah, there was some speculations about who was going to join. I think him. we're also missing somebody else. Um, who was it? Jermaine uh, Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Her yeah. killed it. Jermaine too. Dupree and I go way back. You do, do you? Is that right? <laughs> to your Atlanta days? Yeah, he does. Oh, he has snap. stories. So I uh, during a Super Bowl, interestingly enough, stories. Saints Colts Miami. in Miami. Yep. I'm at uh, basically the BBC was doing their hip hop show. Oh, was, you told me this. Was yes. doing a uh, mm-hmm. wanted some sports people, so they invited me over. So I find myself in this hotel suite, okay, where they're broadcasting out of. And um, what was, I don't remember what the guy's name was. I forget his name. But anyway, so it's in there and I walk in and I see someone on the turntables. I'm like, man, that dude looks really familiar. And it was Jermaine Dupree. And so he's mixing live on the BBC, right? And so I'm saying, what's up to these people? Then Pitbull walks in. Oh, hell oh, yeah, man. Mr. 305. Pit- Mr. Worldwide. So Pitbull's on one mic. I'm on the other. We're all talking about the game and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. And then we're talk- somebody asked me about the halftime act. And I said, well, you know, halftime's been a little different since, you know. And then I looked at Jermaine Dupree, and he's like, oh, you're looking at me. You know what I'm saying? Because he was, he kind of oversaw the whole Janet Jackson situation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, like, no offense, Jermaine, or whatever. So, like, you know, that was kind of our thing. Like, I was like, you know, I'm sorry, Jermaine. I all right, know. so is he on your list of people that are pissed off at you? Like, no, I don't think he was pissed off. Of we no. left all good. You By know, the way, he- have, have the halftime shows changed since Jay-Z took over? You know, remember like a few years ago when the NFL was in a really bad spot right, because yeah, of the yeah. Colin Kaepernick thing right. and the owners were like, well, uh, what do we do? I don't know. 
hire Jay-Z to do halftime. They're like, yeah, that's a good idea. Right. And well, they had the who for years, right. too. Right. I mean, that's just it. You notice how there are yeah. no more, like, old-school rock and roll acts anymore? Yeah. I mean, it's all now hip-hop and hip-hop. R&B. Right. Jay-Z's running that thing. As it should be. He dropping that junt. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Lord Cappy. Um, so, Cappy, I don't it's even true. know. Oh, the Niners. Yeah, the Niners. Them. What do you do if you're the Niners? Do you bring back Purdy? I do. Okay. Now. No-brainer. But besides that, like, yep. do you, this is it. Like, their window with him is one more year because you got to pay him. You got to yep. at least de- make the decision to pay him or not. So, well, this is it. If you don't pay him, you have two choices. You either go pay a veteran free agent quarterback and you pay him a lot of money, mm-hmm. or you start over in the draft. Right. Well, they tried to, listen, they tried to draft their Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow with Trey Lance, and it flopped. Yeah, it didn't work. And, and listen, everything I heard last week from Kyle Shanahan to Jed York, the owner, to John Lynch, the general manager, was that they were scouting Brock Purdy kind of like you were back when he was at Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa State. Remember? Brees Hall right. was his running back. And, and they were scouting him, See, and they had a much higher grade on him, mm-hmm. and they joked about, well, we look kind of smart now because he was the 199th pick, and we don't have to really pay him that much. He makes less than a million dollars. But mm-hmm. the fact is, we had him as like a third, fourth, fifth round pick. So, I mean, by all accounts, the stories go that when Purdy shows up in San Francisco, rather than showing up like a rookie who was Mr. Irrelevant, he showed up like a guy who thought, hey, I should compete for the starting job. And he, he, it was never too big for him. And by the way, I thought that kind of showed up last night, especially in the first half of the Super Bowl. No, he was cool, calm, and collected, yeah. man. There's no doubt. But let me pose it back to you. Mm-hmm. What do you do if you're the Niners? Do you bring Purdy back or do you try and upgrade the position? Um, I think you kick the tires on, I'll give you an example. If I said to you, Kirk Cousins, he's better than Brock Purdy. Yes. He, he is statistically a better quarterback, but you have than to Brock pay Purdy. him is the problem. So you're going to lose guys. So if you're telling me that I get to keep the same roster, okay, but I have to keep Brock Purdy for one more year, I would do that. I would do that over bringing in Kirk Cousins and losing some of the guys that may be impactful to my team because that defense f- showed up in a way where we – basically, the Niners played defense in that game, particularly the first half, the way we anticipated seeing them throughout the postseason. Right, but listen, Kirk Cousins, I'm just using him as an example. Yes. Because of the connection that he has to Shanahan in the previous parts of both of their careers mm-hmm. – a guy like Kirk Cousins is a $35 million quarterback, maybe even a little bit more. Right. And he's coming off of a pretty significant injury. Mm-hmm. And he's a bit older. And now you're starting with a new quarterback. Yes, he may know the system. He may know the language. But he's got all new personnel around him. And here's the thing. Kirk Cousins has been a great statistical quarterback. But he's never won anything. Could right. Kirk Cousins, I'll pose it this way. Could Kirk Cousins go to the Niners and do what Matthew Stafford did for the Rams? Maybe. 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 But but they're the same guy. Yeah. Because because Matthew Stafford was a stat machine in Detroit who never won anything. Bad teams. Right. Kirk Cousin is a stat machine in Minnesota on really very average teams. Could he go to San Francisco, step in, and in one year become a Super Bowl champion? Maybe. Right. But Brock Purdy had him in the Super Bowl, and they lost in overtime – to the greatest quarterback and to the, the the dynasty of the era, Brock Purdy's right there in year two. Yeah, I'd take a chance on it. I just rolled the dice one more year. I mean, why not? What do, what do you have to lose one more year? You know what I mean? Like you're gonna have to blow it up in one way, shape, or form anyway. Well, yeah, because you're either gonna have to pay him, and then once you start to pay him, then that's it. Then your whole cap gets screwed up. Right, everything changes. Right. You so see, roll is, the dice. Yeah, I would. I mean, to me, it's not even an issue.
You hear the dice roll? Uh, did you just roll some dice? I did, actually. Oh, really? Sit yeah. down, dude. Roll that dice. Yeah. So roll it one more year. Nice. That's what I would do. I mean, to me, Brock Purdy is an excellent quarterback for that system, and he's only in his second year. But the problem lies here. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Less so for the Niners, maybe in the NFC, although I do think teams in the NFC will get better, including some teams in their own division. Like, I think the Rams, you know, they got $50 million in cap space, so they're going to be better. Um, but the Chiefs are only going to get better. So if they see the Chiefs again, like, this is the worst iteration of this version of the Chiefs we're going to see. Well, because they're the receivers are never going to be this bad again. Well, it was a rough year for the regular season, but guess what? what? When the postseason came, yeah, those guys stepped up. Like that guy, Van. How do I say his name? Valdez Scanling. Am I saying Marquez? Marquez Valdez. Valdez Scanling. Marquez what? Valdez Scanling. Yeah, him. That guy had so many drops during the regular season, and how many big plays did he come up with Huge in the postseason? Plays. Yeah, right. And the kid who scored the game-winning touchdown yesterday, Hardman. Yeah, that guy went to the Jets and came back. Right, they traded for him in the, during the season. Well, he was with them years ago. Right, right. I know yeah. he was a chief. Then yeah. he went to the Jets. Right, and the and the, the Chiefs' receiving core was so bad. They're like, go get a guy who we know. Right, and they got him back. Yeah. So I mean. Yes, I would say that the Chiefs roster is bound to get better. Although there is still that thing, you know, Chris Jones this year. Remember, he sat out early on, and then they paid him just for a one-year deal. Now they're gonna have to pay him big money. Right, but he deserves the big. Of money. Of course, he does. Yeah, but he's the most. Listen, he is the guy. Remember on that pass we were talking about to Ayuk earlier about in the end zone. Yeah, he's the guy that disrupted oh, he makes that, that pass. whole play. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a big deal. Big deal or no deal? That's six thirty. Yeah, Radio Tinder is next. Yeah, I'm just. Front side. I understand. Yeah, front side. I got you. But Cappy, yes. at 545, mm-hmm. you and I yeah. will have a resolution to a conversation we had on Friday. Okay. Okay. So we'll do Tinder. We'll do that. But first, let me tell you about Books. Guys, Valentine's Day. I, mean, I have no idea. I got I mean, to call Books. It's I don't two know. days away. You better get on it right now. Go to Books.com. Okay? We got you covered 25% off your entire purchase at the Books company. Don't be in the doghouse like Cappy. Cappy's in deep doo-doo. Okay? Don't be in deep doo-doo. Okay? I am. You too? Yeah, I haven't bought my man nothing. Girl, what you waiting for? You got to go to Books.com. Because when the significant other says, oh, you don't have to give me anything, that's nonsense, okay? You're going to get yourself in the penalty box. So we got you covered, as I mentioned, 25% off your entire purchase. Just go to books.com. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com. Promo code ESPN. How easy is that to remember, okay? Guys, I already set myself up. They're being delivered 
right on time, but you still have a very small amount of time to get this settled, okay? Send farm fresh flowers from Books, short for bouquets, all right? Our go-to flower source, they should be yours because you do a great job of supporting the station and supporting the show and supporting our sponsors. You got to do this because they're supporting you by getting out of the doghouse, okay? Best flower farms in the world. That's what Books is using, and they're taking care of you, whether it's roses or any other sort of assortments. Get them. Valentine's Day is two days away. I already placed my order. Don't believe it when they say you don't have to get them anything. Be the hero. Go to Books.com. Use the promo code ESPN for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code ESPN. Thanks, Chris. Real quick, before you go, Laura, Mm -hmm. that Jennifer Aniston commercial where she dissed Ross and didn't remember him, the Uber Eats commercial, Mm -hmm. that would be like what would happen with you if you would have approached her at Craig's (laughs) that one day you were talking about trying to see her there. Yeah, the only difference is they they worked together and they dated on the show. Right, but that was how I envisioned your potential conversation going with I got news for you. Uh, Jennifer Aniston turns 54 today. She looked good. She looks really good. And... um, if and when she and I get together, I'm gonna. St- my icebreaker is, "Hey, you're an Aquarian, because mm. I because she's five days older than I am. Mm. Five days. That's it. Mm. Much older woman. Mm. I'm a one day. You guys are gonna say it better be soon too. Like I still got <sighs> while she's still super hot. I mean, otherwise I'm gonna date her when she's 65 and it's gonna be she's like she's still oh. gonna look hot. She is, but I mean, I I listen. I've already missed out on the 30s and 40s. I gotta okay. I gotta. So two things. I do that in the Eventually, 50s. you will get your shot. Yeah, I will. It's, hopefully, it goes better than I need how to that lose one. like fifteen pounds between. Kebby, you're good. Let's no, not I'm start right. this body shaming thing. Did you guys know that that was an edited commercial? They edited took, meaning what? They took out so they had a guy because you know it's all about forgetting stuff. Mm-hmm. In the original commercial, they had a guy that was eating peanuts, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh, is there peanuts in here?" He had like a peanut allergy. It looked like he was breaking out, and they said it was. Not, you know, something to be joked about. So they took that out of the commercial that oh, actually ran I know, in the yeah, Super Bowl. God forbid you joke about something. It, that was a, the thing that people are like, oh, it's not a big deal. But I'm like, ah, uh, someone who almost died from that, it's kind of a big deal. Mm. Just saying. Pero. Just, just saying. Pero. Otra cosa. Otra cosa. Sí. Morales, can you get my, my like, handles right? He, got mean, it yeah. he did it wrong did, again. He, did he, he misspell did. it again? Yeah, he did. Missed another E? He missed yeah, it? Really? Another E. Yeah. Boy, he would be terrible on the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's so small market, right. by the way. Yeah, so Tulsa. Yeah. So Tulsa. Yeah. Anyways, not that I'm that important. You know, right. he's driving around right now. When you said that they edited that commercial, he was like, just like, uh, you know, Keyshawn's podcast. He, I'm sure he just was like, right away. That was the first thing that popped into his head when mm. he hears about editing. Yeah. Mm, not touching that one. Okay. So moving along. Pero, so I saw this story on PETA calling out the country's largest manufacturer of amusement rights to stop selling animal-themed carousels. Mm -hmm. The animal rights organization sent a letter arguing that using designs such as horses and other animals um, on the merry-go-rounds, which, uh, you know, Disney has some, unfortunately celebrates the exploitation of animals that are feeling affectionate, playful, and social beings. Mm -hmm. PETA's asking the company to consider the use of only objects like cars, unicycles, rockets, and other designs like shooting stars, rainbows, or brooms. Mm -hmm. Has PETA gone too far with this request? I I am uh, not swiping because I am not getting involved with PETA. I'll swipe left. I don't care, man. Um, you know what, dude? Guys, honestly, come on. Like, like, find something else. What, what are you going to do? You go to Disneyland and go, I don't like the Dumbo ride because Dumbo's an elephant, and that is really exploitation of elefantes. Okay, come on, man, for real. 
You know, like horses on a merry-go-round. You know, we don't like that. That's exploiting horses. Guys, go go bark up another tree. You know, for real. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. <laughs> I love that drop. Yeah, I don't, you know, my niece loves the Dumbo ride. I, I'm not going to take that away from her. Just saying. Just saying. All right. So just, saying, just saying. Just saying. DeAndre, do you have thoughts on that? Nah, I don't. I swipe, I swipe left. Really? You know, <laughs> He's like, I'm with George. I ain't messing yeah. with PETA, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, you said, when you said PETA, I was like, PETA? The bread. The bread? I thought P-I-T-A. No, 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 no. P-E-T-A. I used to call my daughter PETA, which was short for pain in the ass. Mm. You know, because she was tough, man. Oh, all right. Well, we learned something else mm-hmm. about your kids. Mm. Anyways, talking about shooting your shots, Cappy, because you're trying to shoot your shot with Jennifer Aniston. So while performing a J. Cole at a concert... J. Cole was performing at a concert, sorry. A fan threw their demo on stage. Oh, shoot your shot. He did, but didn't kind of quite outwork that way for the fan because he roasted the fan by saying, you threw your demo up here? It's 2024. Get a USB, okay? What was his demo on? A CD. Yeah, yeah, he means like get him a like, you know. Yeah, like an external drive, like a little thumb drive. Thumb drive, right. He threw him a CD. He threw him a CD on stage. Hey, it's better than a, you know, like an audio cassette. You know, it's better than an eight track. (laughs) Better than a reel to reel. He could throw it, he could put it in his PlayStation 5, it'll play. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he's doing that. I haven't seen anyone do that in so long. Dude, if you gave me a CD, okay, I, I think I have one computer in my house that might still, might still be able to get a CD into it. Hmm. Otherwise, I ain't got no other way to use a CD. Hmm. All right. So uh, my question was, did you do something out of the norm, because it's not normal now, to shoot your shot? Swipe left or swipe right? And what was it? Yeah, come on, George. Think about it. I feel like you have a lot, Cap. <laughs> I wish I could come up with a couple of them. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, I guess the, I, the, the way I really kind of took the next step in the business was that um, quick. I mean, I don't know if there's a quick version to this story, but long story short, I was working at Clear Channel at the time. Uh, so I heart now. Right. Yes. And they had a very I, I had my, the first radio station I worked at was a mom and pop place that went belly up. So I was hired shortly thereafter, maybe like you know six, seven months later to kind of be like the third kind of like swing sports guy for a bunch of the stations in the in the cluster, right, at, at that place. And they had a small sports station that only had one show in, in, in the afternoon, and they eventually gave me that show, so I was doing like a two-hour show. And, I mean, this is probably like 2002-ish, three. Um, oh, no, it was 2002 seat football season because it was the Janet Jackson Boobygate Super oh. Bowl. So I... I said, you know, all my life growing up listening to radio, I'm like, well, you got to go to the Super Bowl, right? Radio Row. That's where everybody is. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I booked my own Radio Row thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, I had my own Comrex. I I basically was taking the Comrex from the station. I was going to set myself up. I bought the line. I paid for everything. I stayed at a roadway inn by the Houston Convention Center. Nice hotel. Okay. And I booked my flights. I did everything. And I told my boss at the time, Peter Bolger, who's still friends with me. Oh, yeah, Peter Bolger. um, And I said, Pete... 
Um, so I'm going to the Super Bowl. I'm taking all this with me. I've already booked everything, so you don't need to worry about anything. Like, I'm good to go. And he looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and I was like, and, and I was like, he's like, what? what you, you didn't even tell me? And I'm like, well, you, you kind of mentioned one time I asked you, and you said we weren't sending anybody. It, was too, it wasn't cost effective. So I just booked it myself, and I'm going. And then he's like, all right. And then the day before I left, he told me, just send me the receipts, whatever. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. So I don't have to pay for all this stuff. So I get there to the Super Bowl and I'm setting my I'm my own person. I'm a one man band. I'm like Cappy with the Cappy Cast, Gorilla, you know, marketing. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and the guy that he set me up with was Andrew Ashwood, who became my boss, worked with Chris, yeah, babe. worked with uh, worked with Cappy, uh, with Bergman briefly as well too. So, JT the Brick, JT the Brick, right? So. My boss, Pete Bolger, and Andrew Ashwood were literally like childhood friends. Mm -hmm. Like, they grew up together. Mm -hmm. So he's like, my guy Andrew will take care of you. So I go over there. I'm setting myself up, and Andrew comes over, introduces himself, gives me his business card, whatever you need. We got you. They were literally like 10 feet away from me, the Fox Sports Radio setup. And um, I was like, all right. So then I, I start doing my show. In the first break, he comes over to me. He says, let's have a drink tonight. And then I ended up starting to work for him shortly thereafter. So... Uh, nice. Shooting my shot was basically me just saying, I'm going to do this on my own. Eventually, it got paid for, but I was going to take the risk of paying for it myself. Same guy, awesome. same guy that George is talking about brought me into the business in 1996 when I walked into his office. And I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me. He's like, God, I feel like I know you. I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel like I know you, too. And it turns out that Bruce Allen, who was the president of the Washington Redskins before they became the commanders, he was like my first football agent out of college, but he also was this guy, Andrew Ashwood's radio agent, when his name on the radio in Phoenix was like J.B., no, B.J. Hunter. Right. <laughs> that was his name, B.J. Hunter. Yeah, I love that story. That's a good story, George. I, um, I, I'll tell you guys a very quick one. In 2011, okay, um, here at 710, I don't remember the program director's name, Smokey Robinson. Gifford. Gifford, yes. Not no, not, not Robinson. Not, not Smokey Robinson. <laughs> Smokey Robinson. <laughs> Happy Chinooka, though. Right, thank Ooh. you. Smokey Gifford. And for whatever reason, I don't remember why, but they had an opening here at 710. So I'm like, listen, I've been on the radio in San Diego for 10 years. You know, I think I, I'm ready. And 710 was always the station I always thought I could get to. I sat downstairs with this guy in what I think was like an ESPN zone back in the day. Right, it was the old Toms. And I put yeah. on a presentation on my computer that day on a CD that was a um, that was like a PowerPoint, and I did like a full presentation. And about a week later, the guy called me back, and he goes, "You know what, man? I just don't think you're ESPN 710 material." I was like, "Okay, if you say so. I mean, I'm fine. I'm successful down here in San Diego. It's fine." And then about two weeks later, he got fired. Wow. Right. Yeah. So I guess maybe you know. Wow. But that's not shooting your. Well, I guess you <laughs> no, shot your shot. Let me tell you something. I was ready yeah. to leave. I was yeah. I was making a big move. Yeah. Like I was going to make a very big move. Right. And he told me, no, you're too typecast, man. He goes, you're too typecast as like a two-man kind of show. I don't think you can do this like one-man style show. I'm yeah. like, yeah, all right, whatever you say. Yeah. Hmm. Did me the favor. And then Chris and I saved your career. That's right. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what I keep yeah. getting told. Right. Yes. Right. right. Do you guys want another one? We have, yeah, Wait, let me on. tell people that this is always presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Go ahead. 
All right. So I feel like this is definitely up Cappy's alley. West Hollywood has an old friend coming back in business. OG Cannabis Cafe has resumed its services. According to the LA Times, the cafe had to close down to COVID due to the COVID pandemic less than a year after its initial opening. It will be hosting comedy nights along with the unofficial Cannabis Holiday 420 event. Are you guys down to go to the OJ OG's oh my god OG's cannabis cafe event um either a comedy night or the 420 event swipe right or swipe left Cappy I'll go with you first I'm gonna swipe what left. day is it what well, 420 so oh yeah no I'm out I'm oh out. I mean but I'm, I'm like what day of the week is what I mean ah it's no said but I can find out for you okay I'm, I'm out by the way because I'm, I'm loyal to uh to my guy Chris Ward now you know, at the Green Cross, they had a big event over the weekend where yeah. a bunch they of the did. Circle of Trust yeah. were there. But is he like a cafe or just like a? I have never. Well, they been have events. Something. They yeah. have events. Okay, and they're they a actually, dispensary, but they have events. And they have like a whole back section where yeah. they put on stuff. Yeah, well, it's a Saturday this year. So I'm, I'm a little. Four twenty. Oh, I'm a little it out is. On that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also closer. I know, but I'm loyal. I'm at least loyal. for me, I'm loyal to Chris. Yeah, I'm loyal to Chris too. I was invited to the event that they had, but yeah, I was working. Yeah. yeah, I was working. Chris showed up at the uh, Kobe statue broadcast yeah. over at Nixo at East Central. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing about, about Chris Ward. When he shows up, he brings gifts. Oh, so, yeah. so be prepared. I saw that. You guys got to be careful because the day of the pickleball tournament, he'll be playing, he'll show up with gifts, and he can either make or break your day. Yeah. With what he brings <laughs> yeah, you with so those little brown paper celebration. bags. So yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. Because scurred. I'm scared because your girl gets a little paranoid the last time I, you know, well, indulged, then, yeah, then probably indulged in some stuff. Mm-hmm. I just went paranoid. But I don't sleep a lot. So I know Ireland has been raving about the gummies. Yeah. Bro, I slept bed. great yesterday. I feel like I might need to try that. <laughs> don't be scared. I am scared, though. Don't be scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. That is Radio Tinder. Uh, Cappy. Yo. We're going to have a resolution to something you and I discussed on Friday. Okay, I'd like to have that. Okay, we'll do that next. But first, tell them about your friend Avner Gatt. Okay, I'd love to talk about Avner Gatt. So let me tell you a quick story. So um, I had this house that I was renting. This is a while back. This is like right after divorce. And I was renting this house. And one day I go walking down towards my daughter's room. There were three bedrooms on the end of the house. And this, this hardwood floors had buckled. I mean, it was like a speed bump. I almost tripped over these things. I had no idea what was going on. Turns out that underneath the house, there were these pipes that had burst and this water was leaking and who knows how long it had gone on for. So I had this, this massive mess. It was such a disaster that I literally wound up having to leave the house because there was hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of damage done. I wish I would have known Avner Gap back then. I'll give you another example real quick. About three months ago in my girlfriend's house, her water heater blows up. She doesn't know about it. The water leaks in from the garage, through the wall, into the pantry closet, and does all this damage to these floors. Now, the insurance company paid her what we thought was decent money, but the fact is it was not enough to fix all the damage that was done. And you see, that's when you need Avner Gat. When you have some sort of an issue like this, a broken pipe, a toilet overflow, you go to make a claim with your homeowner's insurance company and the adjuster doesn't want to give you enough money to fix what is wrong, that's when you call Avner Gat because Avner Gat is looking out for you. He's a public insurance adjuster who's on your side. Listen, you want to try and negotiate with the with the insurance company? Go ahead. Do it. You're going to find out it doesn't really work that way. Avner Gat negotiates on your behalf, and he's a winner for you. He gets you the best possible outcome, not the insurance company. They've been dealing with insurance companies for years. It's really all they do. That's why they've got a five-star review on Yelp, on Google, on the Better Business Bureau. And I've hung out with Avner Gat quite a bit, him and his family. And here's what I can tell you. Nobody messes with Avner Gat and his team. 
Call him, and Avner's going to answer the phone himself. 818-917-5256. 818-917-5256. You can visit his website, avnergat.com, A-V-N-E-R-G-A-T, A-V-N-E-R-G-A-T, avnergat.com. But when you call, Avner Gat's going to answer the call himself. 818-917-5256. If this has happened to you, you call Avner Gat right now. Oh, man, this song was the jam of jams. This song was like a rocket ship on the charts back in the day. Do they still have charts? Yeah. Like Billboard still has charts? Do they still have Do they? You have to subscribe to the whole thing now before I could just go up and Right, they up. would have it on their website. Yeah, no, now you got to pay. You got to, oh, you have a login no, and a, a pay? Oh, yeah. really? A subscription? I mean, couldn't so somebody lame. just, I mean, couldn't you just find that like anywhere eventually? Somebody just post it? Eventually, eventually you're, like, you're going to find it. Twitter but... or something like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, George, you said that we were going to reach some resolution on a conversation that we started on Friday. And I'm very curious to know what we're going to reach resolution on. UCLA. Oh, very good. And their head coaching hire. Yeah, very good. So they hired Mm -hmm. Deshaun Foster. Yep. Uh, a UCLA great, right? That's a that's that's a real term. Like yeah. he was a great player for them. I mean, yeah, back in the like early part of the two thousands, he was an excellent running back. Yeah. for UCLA. Yeah, played in a Super Bowl against your boy Tom Brady, Carolina uh, Panthers. Carolina. Yeah, yeah, the okay. Janet Jackson booby gate. It all comes back. Really? Was yeah, that he, really? he played full yeah. circle. Really? Yeah. yeah, that was Carolina, uh, New England. Yeah. Gosh, I, I remember Janet Jackson. I don't remember the game. Yeah. We owe her an apology now. Why? I mean, we've been. Usher just took off his shirt and showed his... Yeah, but that's you know. like... But guys walk around shirtless. Girls don't. Now, mm-hmm. I prefer it the other mm-hmm. way around. It's fine. Just saying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, listen, believe me. There were there were plenty of people yesterday going, Did you just see that black man take his shirt off TV? Yeah. I just got home from church, Wilbur. Believe me. There, <laughs> there's, there's, there are people... Why are you calling out a man? There are people in the middle of the country that were like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. By the way, Deshaun Foster scored a touchdown in that Super Bowl. What Super Bowl was that? Super Bowl. That was uh, 2004. Okay. Like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, 2023 season, 2004. Okay. Was the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, listen, good play, like really good player at UCLA. And was a coach for a number of years on well, the staff. Well, was a coach at UCLA as of last year. Right. And then went to the Raiders. Right. And then, and then came back. And I'll tell did anybody here see today when the athletic director at UCLA, Martin Jarman, Announced oh, to what the a team. cool! So he sent me the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I saw they posted on social, yeah. but he it, sent it to me. It was really, really cool. Yeah, because here's the thing: when you're a 42 year old guy, I think 42 or 44, somewhere in that neighborhood. That's that's how old Deshaun is. Mm-hmm. When you're young and you're a position coach, a lot of times, even though you're the running backs coach, right, you might actually establish relationships with guys from other positions. Because it's almost like, hey, I, I, I don't really want to talk about this with my position coach. Or I need some advice from somebody who maybe is more like me in some ways. I know for me, like when I was in college, I was super close with our running backs coach. And he was, I'm like a suburban white kid. And he was a middle-aged, you know, black guy. And so, you know, but we had a great relationship for some reason. And I, when I needed things, I would go to him rather than my position coach. The way the kids attacked Deshaun Foster, and I say attack, they jumped, jumped on, him. on him. Like they, so excited. Like they yeah. dogpiled him. Right. This is why I always said, you know, I like when schools hire guys yeah. f- that are part of their family. Because I can tell you this right now. Deshaun Foster cares deeply and intimately about UCLA football. 
Chip Kelly did not. No. For Chip Kelly, it was a job. For Deshaun Foster, it's a part of who he is. Do you, do you understand the distinction I'm trying to make mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. You know, um, one guy, it's a job. He'll come. He'll go. He'll have some success. He'll have some failure. He'll get fired. He'll leave. And that and it'll just be a, a, a note on his resume. For a guy who played at UCLA, by the way, when they were good. Right. This is part of his DNA. Right. This is not a job. I agree. And so I applaud UCLA. It's, it's why so often I like when schools go find guys who are part of the fabric of their history. You know, now look, he's going from being the running backs coach to being the head coach. I'm not telling you that that can't happen and that he can't be successful. Mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce went from being a linebackers coach to a head coach, but it's not like the Raiders were in the playoffs. But but if if you're going to find somebody who's going to be with you a long time, who's going to know how to get along better with young people, who looks like them, thinks like them, been in their position, correct? Yeah then I think congratulations to UCLA. This could be a home run hire. Right. Could be. And he's going to grind because he understands what that job entails, what it takes, its shortcomings, its strengths, its weaknesses, et cetera. There's also the financial consideration, if I'm being honest. Oh, sure. I mean, look, he's not a $5 million a year coach. He's not a $10 million a year coach. He's probably a $1 million or a $2 million well, he's probably, year coach. I think, the, I think at, at, a school, at a Big Ten school, you're looking at least like $3 million is my guess. Okay, let's call it $3 million. Yeah, it's still less but, than a lot of coaches. But still, across, yeah. across town, you know, Lincoln Riley's making $10 million a year. You know, yeah. so so it's a big difference. And that means that you can, you know, retain your assistant coaches. You can build out your staff. Um, I, I'm proud of the of the guy. I'm proud of the school, and I hope it all works out for them. I mean, I hate to be such a skeptic on a day like this. I'm skeptical, but I hope these guys. I hope they have tremendous success because I love the hire. I really do. That's what I said last week. I'm like, forget this guy from Minnesota. Forget this guy from Washington. Like, get one of your own. I love it, man. I, love I do hire. too. I the video is cool. Um, do we have? I'm just see if I find the video, uh, Laura. She's got it. Oh, do you have it? Twitter. Yeah, play it right over. now. You, can you play it? Yeah. There Goosebumps. you go. That's, that, Goosebumps, that's awesome. It's and, awesome. And if you saw, let me tell you something. Check it out on Twitter. Because so the one good. thing that I think you're going to love is look at the number of guys that go dogpile them and look at the racial makeup. And I think that's super important. I mean, you guys may think I'm out of my mind here. I'm just telling you seriously. It's it's not like he coached the running backs and they're all a bunch it's of African-American young kids. It's the entire team. It's the white dudes go jump all over them, dude. Yeah. And it's an important part of it. It just goes to show you that everybody loved this guy. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, he has some success for yeah. sure. Uh, anyway, Cappy, coming up next, you and I are going to go deep into the Super Bowl. Well, let's, Deep into the archives. Let's, let's go deep into the broadcast part right. of it as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Deep into the Super Bowl. The archives. We've archived stuff okay. from the game. Got it. So you're... Now... I know Chris doesn't want to hear this, but I'm going to let you drive the car for a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. I may drive us right off the road, Jack. Okay, we'll figure that out next.